accumulated and gained relationships with some of the most incredibly talented people. I, I tons. I, uh, it's very easy to stay humble because they are so absolutely amazing. Uh, and any, to let you know, uh, my special guest today is, uh, he's a singer, he's a drag performer. He is a, uh, previous a karaoke world national champion. Uh, my guest is going to be Michael White, and um, I'm very, very, very excited to talk to him. He's a great guy, very inspirational, uh, but not afraid to say what he feels and how he feels. So uh, I think it might be a very good and fun episode to check in on. Uh, right now, I believe uh, there is a time difference, and He's actually three hours ahead of me. Uh, he's in Florida. And, yes, we'll probably talk about the hurricane that hit as well because he was kind of in the center of it. And um, But there's a three-hour time difference. And I told him that I would try to vamp and be entertaining uh, for the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes until he's able to hop on. Uh, so I'm hoping he does that. And uh, we can start our interview. But other than that, um, anybody that would like to call, uh, the number is 347-308-8747. So let me make sure that I got this. Okay. Uh, Is everybody hearing me okay? Does anybody want to give me a call and chat? Hello? Anybody? Um, yeah, this is one of those times when you go, oh, wow, yeah, I uh, wish I had uh, more to say. So what I think I'll do, if, it, if you don't mind, is I'm going to play you a song uh, that I recorded a, a little bit ago. Um, but it kind of is my life story, and I hope you like it. And uh, once again, the number is 347-308-8747 if you want to give me a call. Uh, I'm going to play some music until we get our special guest in or until someone gives me a call. So thank you much. inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction my faith is shaking and but I gotta keep trying gotta keep Hello. 
Everybody that's trying to call in, they're saying they're getting a busy signal. Um, I, uh, I, I'm going to try to find out what is going on with that. Um, uh, so I am, uh, I, I'm not the most technically savvy person, and I didn't ever think uh, this would happen where I would. Uh, somebody would call in and they would need, they'd be getting a busy signal. I'm going to try to call him. Said people have a busy signal. Yes. Uh, I know. I don't know why I'm getting a, I don't know why there's a busy signal. Um, but I'm going to try to call my special guest on the phone now and see if I can get him on. It's Your call now. has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. I've got a voice nine, message. Nine four one five one oh. eight nine nine seven so one is oh not available. Gosh. At the tone, uh, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press. Uh, uh, 
this I I I I just I apologize. I'm freaking out right now, uh, trying to stay live. And is anybody able to hear me right now? It, it, this uh, I had everything set, and uh, then it went busy, and um, so. You can hear me. Okay, great. Brandy is, uh, okay. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, I, I apologize so much. This was not my plan. Uh, so, all right. So I'm going to play a random song right this is so i feel so terrible you guys um i i don't know why i have no understanding why it's uh not allowing me to get customer uh uh, collins this is this is kind of frustrating um, I would play Brandy's song right now if I had it, because I've got Brandy on chat, but she hasn't called in, uh, because, yeah, she's just listening, and I thank her for that, but um, I, I, at this point, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, I'm going to try it one more time. Hello. Hey, I'm looking for Michael White. You have finally found him. Oh! oh. Hey! My God. Oh, oh, I, I don't. Well, I have no clue why it's. You're the you. You said you were it's okay. calling in and, and there was a business angle and then other people like, have been messaging yeah, the call, me. Was, huh? Yeah, it was like a it was like a failed like it would just fail and it would it would say busy users busy users busy and I'm like okay. Uh. Anyway, welcome. Uh, we are live. That I know, and we are being heard. So that is, I guess, the important thing is. We're on the air and we're kind of live. And I guess people, if they want to, uh, they can uh, hit me up or hit you up on Facebook if they if they're listening to this um, and they can ask questions or call. But uh, we're just gonna kind of get a little chat going. And uh, are you home or are you still driving or what are you doing? I'm I'm actually still driving home from work. Oh, okay. So if we hear, oh, Jesus, then we'll know it's not me. <laughs> Just traffic. <laughs> right, exactly. So how you doing, sir? I am good. You know, recovering from the hurricane, but I am good. I am good. You know, uh, yeah, I mentioned that earlier on that that um, I didn't know if we wanted to touch base with that, but I, I it's so current and so uh, – Whatever what's on a lot of people's minds, uh, tell tell everybody. First of all, everybody, I want to I want you to welcome. I'm so sorry because I I know him, so it's just like I haven't even introduced him. On the phone today, and my special guest is an incredible. When I say incredible singer, I really mean that. 
incredible singer. Uh, uh, he has uh, he not only performs all over the area uh, in Florida where he lives, uh, both as uh, both as a drag performer as well as a I, I don't know what what I'd call you kind of an R and B specialist. You do kind of yeah, well, you kind, kind of, of do everything. You kind of a little do bit like, of everything. Yeah, I think a little bit of everything. And uh, about three years ago, he was the karaoke world champion, national champion, and I believe placed sixth in the world. And that means like Fifth. all over the world. So that's outstanding. Uh, his name is Michael White. Uh, and uh, we're going to get to talk with him a little bit. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that we can get this figured out so people can call because you're an interesting person to talk to and everybody loves you. Uh, but, oh, um, I love you back. Well, yeah. Um, so I guess I'd really uh, – we can start with that. Uh, as everybody knows that's listening, uh, Florida got battered with uh, one hell of a hurricane. Uh, and yeah. uh, you were kind of I, – I, then I started reading all the areas that were hit, and you were kind of right in the middle. What? What? How close were you, and what was that – experience like um well so yeah we were we were it actually went right over like literally passed through us um we were we were in the the thick of it as they say um i live in port charlotte and so port charlotte was what we, we weren't the hardest hit i would say i mean we have definitely got um a lot of damage a lot of houses um with roofs torn off there's uh, mobile park villages with half the mobile park gone, um, power lines down. I mean, we've, the linemen have been so amazing. They've they've recovered a lot, a large um, part of what you know our power and our you know on our, our internet access and and so on. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And thankfully, my house survived the the, the, the majority of the damage. Um, my fence got destroyed, but. Beyond that, there really wasn't anything major, major, thank God. Our cars are fine. But we've had, you know, I've had neighbors who they've lost everything, houses, the, the, the ceilings caved in, the cars are destroyed. So, you know, it, it's it's really, it's almost surreal because right now I'm driving down the road and I'm looking at trees that have been chopped because they were in the middle of the road, you know what I mean? And then, like, all the, the, the street signs are down. I remember. I remember the day after the hurricane, there were, we didn't we didn't even have stoplights. Like every street was a four way stop. So every intersection wow. was a four way stop. So yeah, it's surreal. Like and and there was no lights. So it's, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's been rough. But but I will say, um, it was great to see the community come together down here. Great to to see that you know, FEMA was here on the spot like like the next day, Red Cross was here, the National Guard came in, the Army came down as well. Um, it's been, like, all hands on deck, and I love it. I love seeing the camaraderie. I love seeing every, everyone putting aside their differences and saying, look, we're all in this boat together. Let's, let's, let's all take a paddleboard and swim. Um, so I loved it. Are they are – they, um... Are they giving you, or are, I should say, giving the community there a estimated time of when things will? I obviously it's going to take probably almost years, probably to 
to get everything taken care of, but have they given you an estimate on when things will be at least kind of workable and like you were saying, like street lights and that kind of thing or? So um, they said at least six to eight months before like all the lights and stuff come back, but they're projecting things like, yeah, they're projecting like um, years because it decimated a lot of the coastline where a lot of our, um, apparently our, a lot of our tourism is, is generated from, like the money that we get or people who want to go to, they want to go to, you know, to the beach. They want to go to all those restaurants and all those, and a lot of those restaurants and those places got absolutely, utterly destroyed. Oh, um, Brandy, you know, Brandy Wine, you guys are friends. You guys know uh-huh. each other. She just wrote and said, yeah. does, does he know if Port Charlotte High School is still okay? I went there to school there for a bit. Port, yes. Hi, Brandy. Um, yes, Port Charlotte High School is um, it is okay. It's, I think it's in Punta Gorda, uh, or is it is this Charlotte High School? I, yeah, I think Port, Port Charlotte High School. My son goes to Port Charlotte High School, and they, they the students have gone back. But the high schools were being used as, as up until now, just just this Monday. The high schools were being used as shelters for people right. who didn't have a place to go from the from the storm, so they had to clear that yeah. out. But uh, some, we, there was some significant damage on some of the other high schools. Well, I look. I, I obviously I feel bad for everybody that has gone through that. That is a. Uh, I, I lived in Tennessee for about twenty months, and we dealt with uh, we dealt with. <laughs> We dealt with a lot of tornado warnings, and then it's you were scary. like, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it very much is. Well, there was there was, there was a few reasons why we moved, but that was one of them. Is this? It was it was just weird because, um, you know, you never know when when Mother Nature is going to say, ah, "Let's see what they can handle," and then you just you you're yeah. just really, you realize how vulnerable you are, you know, because yeah, as I, as, as as much as you feel safe in your in your cars and your houses, it's like it only like you real like. And I'm so grateful that you're okay. But like you said, you have neighbors whose houses were, you know, decimated, and it could have yeah, been very yeah. easily been yours. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And you know, and I remember like so the night of the hurricane, my wife and I sat in our we we hunkered down in the laundry room, and my son. And my mother-in-law hunkered down in the guest bathroom because there was no, there's no windows. They're inside, um, they're, they're like inside of the you know, home structure kind of rooms. So it was, you know, those were the safest places that we could be. But, to he- right. but we're by the garage. Our, our, our area was by the garage, and you could hear the roar of the wind oh, trying wow. to beat down the door. And it was just, and we had to be like that for six hours. And so wow. I would sit there and... and and we had like a ham radio that we that we that we could wind up and and play, just to kind of you know keep on the radio to hear if there's any emergencies, any kind of thing that the the police had to tell us like whatever, but it was it was surreal it was it was absolutely terrifying and it's an experience I never want to have to have again. Did um did you ever think about like? hopping in the car and going to another area or did you always decide you were going to just kind of hunker down and, and kind of go with what was happening? 
Well, I have a new job now, and I work for the city of Northport. So because of my job, I'm considered an essential employee, and I'm, we are technically aren't allowed to leave because we are considered the first responders for any for getting the government back up and running as fast as possible, and and just getting making sure that you know essential services are don't completely like just fall down, and people can't communicate with with the police or the fire department and that kind of thing. So part of my job as as working for that city is I manage the IT for, like, the fire department, North, you know, the police department, oh, city hall, okay. and things like that. So, yeah, so you that was why I, I couldn't go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That has uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's uh, – hats off to you. I mean, and I really mean that sincerely because uh, what the – you know, everything they were saying was that it was going to be, you know, the worst – the worst storm Florida had seen and it looked like it lived up to that and to have been right in. Oh yeah. Literally right in the center of that. Just, a, that's a, I'm, I really am grateful. Obviously I'm, I'm sad for everybody who did lose property and, and died and, you know, ha, has all of that uh, to deal with in the next coming years. But I, I'm really glad. I'm glad you're okay. You know? Uh, yeah. Thank just, you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Michael is, uh, aside from being a hurricane survivor, <laughs> um, <laughs> Michael, yeah, right? um, Michael is an amazing singer. And for those of you who, who are in the, in the Florida area who have heard him, uh, he's incredible. Um, and oh, thank you. I, I would eventually like to hook up a link to some of your music on this this uh, uh, this episode so that people can hear you. And obviously, when I go to live where we're going to do video very soon, I'm going to obviously bring you back in uh, and maybe have you sing for us and, and work that out. But uh, I wanted to kind of start at the beginning. Uh I can't imagine you never not singing. Like I, I feel like music has been a part <laughs> of your life forever. Because uh, you're just yes. like you're the type that just like breaks into a. You're like kind of like me. You just break into a song as soon as it hits you in the head. Uh, and so, how how early on did music uh, become an important part in your life? I want to say um, as early as six years old, I remember being uh, wanting to be part of this this children's choir at church, and my grandmother was kind of against it at first, and she finally let me do it, and I just loved it. And I kind of like it stuck with me, you know what I mean? I, I was just it was something that I I was thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed, and I was I, honestly I have to say I I was a tough kid. I was uh, tough in the sense that I was I was mouthy, I was precocious. I was curious about everything, and so music really helped me stay centered and gave it, I, it kept my interest. I wasn't ADD everywhere. It kept me focused, and so she saw that and kind of kept me going with it. So, did, what did <laughs> was was it something that you were like, I really enjoy doing this, or? Hey, I, I think I might have some skills, or what? What was it? I didn't even. That's so, that's that's so funny you say that because 
honestly, when I was younger, I didn't think I was really that good. I just knew that I, I loved what I heard. And I wasn't – what's really funny, what I think nobody really understood was that I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, um, but I snuck I, – I would sneak it. So I would um, – we had a radio in the house, and I had a radio in my room. And I, I'm going back to the days when you had to take the, the tape player and record off the radio. And so when my grandmother would be out shopping or whatever, I would turn the radio part on and listen to, like, Patti LaBelle and Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, and all those singers, and Brian McKnight and Luther Vandross, and I would record them on a tape player, and then I would take the tape out, and then I would, um, I had, like, a little Walkman, and so I would play it in my Walkman, so she didn't know what I was listening to in my Walkman, and that's, and that's how I kind of got away with listening to, like, a lot of the secular music. And then I got older, and it was kind of like I went off and kind of did my own thing, but I would imitate those sounds, I would imitate those songs, and I would imitate the way they would sing it, um, and I just, I grew to love that that type of singing. And so that's why I, I gravitate toward that even even now when I, when I listen to music. If I hear a singer that sings like that, I just, I'm, immediately I'm just, like, blown away. Okay. All right. So I've got a question for you. Uh, what was his okay. first performance in front of a crowd that he remembers, oh, and did he know then that he wanted to to continue to perform? Okay, I, can, I do remember it because it was traumatizing for me, and it was it ended up being a good experience. But I was the the, the traumatized the, trauma, the traumatization for me was I was so terrified to sing in front of people um, because it's one thing to be part of a group, it's another thing to be a soloist. And so it was for third grade for Miss Mrs. Chris's class. I'll never forget it, and she wanted to do a talent show. Um, and I think it was like the first one ever done at the school at that time. And she said, everybody come up to the front and do what you do best. And then we're going to pick the people we want to do for the show. And so a friend of mine in the class, my classmate said, you need to go up there. And I was like, no, 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 no. And so he got up and said, Miss Chris, Michael can do a song. And I was like, oh, my God. So then I got up there. And, and I now mind you, it was third grade, right? So I, I get up there, and the only song I knew at the time was Reach Out and Touch by um, Diana Ross. Reach out okay. and touch somebody's hand. That song. And so that was the only one I knew, and she loved it, and she was like, oh, my God, you have to do that song. So then fast forward the day of the show, my my grandparents didn't know that I was going to be part of this talent show. She, they just got the letter to come to, a, to an assembly so they show up at the assembly. I'm 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 coming out of class. The, the the teacher whisks me onto the stage, and she's like, "Okay, you ready?" I'm like, "Ready for what?" She's like, "Ready for it's the show day, show day." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I I I start singing, and I I had no idea my grandparents are there. I start singing. The lights are going down because the, the show is getting ready to start. And I look and I see my grandmother, and I'm like, "Oh my god, my grandparents are here." Now I'm literally my palms are sweating. I'm 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 profusely sweating from my face, and my and my classmates were like, "Don't worry, don't worry, calm down." Da, da, da. And I'm over here hyperventilating, like, "Wait, wait, wait," you know. And um, the exhilaration of it, though, at the end of all of that, was like almost like a drug for me because it was like, "Wow, I do mm-hmm. like this. This is this is something that I think I would want to do." 
But I, I never thought about it in a job sense back then. But as I grew older, I started just to look at myself and say, am I an artist? Can I be an artist? What, would that, what does that look like for me? Um, and so that's, that's something, that, a conversation that I still struggle with to this day. I still try to think of myself and, and say, what, would I look like? what, what does that look like for me? What does that mean? Um, and that, but it helps me understand um, who I want to be and, and what kind of direction I, I want my music to go in. And it's allowed me to take more direction and more control over my sound, over my 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 style, and that kind of thing. That's a, that's a really you know that's a I I think anybody that there's you know you're you kind of know a lot of the same people that that I know, and we are surrounded mm-hmm. by ridiculous amounts of talent. Um, Absolutely. And it's, it, it always amazes me, though, when – and I'm trying to figure out the nice way to say this without sounding like a, a complete dick, but um, <laughs> there's so many people that that believe that just because they're able to sing, they should either A, be entitled – to step into quote a career or feel Mm. like just because they sing that there's no work to be done. And part of that work really is, and and I'm connecting with you so much on that is finding out, accepting who you are, what your limitations are, what your strengths are, and then who you want to be as an artist and what it is, what it is that you want to bring you know, because uh, like any good, like any good singer or artist, we're inspired by the works of other people. You know, we're absolutely and like you said, and so, uh, I, you know, even within the group of friends that I have, I'm I'm inspired by so much talent. But there comes that moment when you have to look and say, who is it that I want to be, and um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that emulate themselves after somebody else, which doesn't allow them to rise to be the best of them. And right, right, right. I, I, you know, I, I, and I struggled with that myself for years mm-hmm. and years because mm-hmm. I, I hated the way I sang. I still don't think I'm a great mm-hmm. singer by, by no stretch of the imagination. Do I think I'm a... You better shut up. I, I, you're so awesome. But I, I don't. I really don't because I, I know where I came from and what I wanted and what inspired me. Mm-hmm. But I got mm-hmm. to the point where I said, I've got to try, I've got to stop trying to please everybody I, by doing what I think they want to hear and just focus right. on who I am. And... You know, when when you realize there are people that hate Celine Dion or hate Whitney Houston or hate, you know what I'm saying? Then you're yeah. you're like, I'm in good company. I don't have to be liked by everybody. They don't, not everybody right. has to like what I do. But I've got to be right. true to myself. I've got to be. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I just really connected with that. Because I think mm-hmm. any good singer goes through that, 
of yeah. what what can I bring what can I bring to the table that's me that I feel I need to share. You know, and I agree. you know, for someone and because I gotta say, for someone that sings as well as you do, um you're ridiculously humble. Aw, <laughs> thank you. You are. I mean, you can sing your face off. And it was like, and um, the first time I ever heard you sing, I reached out to you to help you in a contest uh, quite a few years ago. And you'd never mm-hmm. done it before. And let me tell you, uh, I didn't get to work with you, but maybe an hour or two. But then mm-hmm. when I saw you on stage, my mind was blown. And for someone that didn't, had never participated and competed like that, you ended up with like second place. Yeah. I mean, like you just came out of nowhere, but it's like, huh? Who, what, who is this guy? And you, just, and you opened your mouth and just like ate that stage up. And you, yeah. I, I remember very vividly in, in the scores, you had the second highest score of any of the performers that, that oh, wow. year. That, seriously. Oh, wow. You had the second highest score. Like, yeah. Wow. And so it was not a shock to me that you came back the next year and won the whole thing. But, you, <laughs> but during that entire time, you never came across as – someone that felt like they deserved it or they were entitled or that you were special. You just came there with the love of what you did. And that strikes me with every one of your performances that I've seen um, either live or the ones that you share on video, you don't come across as this arrogant singer. You come across as someone that knows their stuff, but you're not entitled. It's just, it's really no. inspiring. Well, thank you. I, I, that really, that, that warms my heart. Thank you so much for that. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm really honestly, I, I love music. I'm in love with music and I'm in love with any, anyone or anything that's connected to music in any genre, any shape, way or fashion. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like music to me is something that, should be shared. It should be. It should be admired. It should be celebrated. It should be um, challenged. It should be pushed to be as creative and as um, expressive as it can be, as, as passionate as it needs to be. Um, I don't want to. I don't ever want to limit myself because of myself. Like I don't want to limit what I could have experienced just because of my attitude or because I, you know, didn't like a person or didn't like a situation. Um, I try my best. Now I'm I, I'm I'm human and I have flaws, but I try, I try, I try my best to to do the, to do the best I can. And I, and even when I fall down, I'm not afraid to say, you know what, that was my bad. You know, I I, I messed that up and I I I, I missed out on that chance. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really I'm blown away. That that really made my day. Thank you so much for that. No, and it really it really is true because. You know, it, it, it's a gift. You know, some people, 
Some people are born into it, like they just open their mouth at a young age, and you go, wow. You know, and then there are people that, (laughs) you know, then there are people that have worked their life for it, you know, and spent years going to school and and learning and, and honing their craft. And, but at the end of the day, it's still, it's still more of a gift and a blessing that you have than something that is worth getting arrogant and cocky about, I guess, is the thing is, you know, because I, I try to stay as humble as possible uh, because I, I realize that in the scheme of things, I'm just an entertainer. I'm just a singer. And there are right. people that are that are trailblazing in so many areas that of, of importance that I, I'm grateful for what I do and I wouldn't trade it, but there's no reason to be arrogant about it because it's, it's right, at the end of right. the day, it's a gift to get that can be taken away at the drop of a hat. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does Michael White want to do with his music? I mean, you have, you do, uh, you do variety of shows, uh, Give give us give, tell tell us about some of the shows that you do now uh, in the in the area that you're at. Um, well, I was doing I just finished doing uh, wrapping up a monthly drag show, um, which was a live singing drag queens kind of variety extravaganza um, that I did once a month, uh, and now I'm I'm just focusing on. I had to stop that so I could focus on the music again because um, was, I was finding myself – so doing the shows, what I found was I was getting involved in a lot of areas that I didn't need to be involved in. Like I was getting involved in, like, the lighting, the, the who's going who's gonna to be the servers, the staff, the bartenders, the, you know, the lighting persons, the stage director. Like I, I had to hire everybody and I had to run the whole thing, and it became to be overwhelming, and now I'm not focusing on what it is I love to do, which was music. So um, I took a, I took a step back from all of that to say, okay, you know what? Time to get back to the music, and that's what I'm working on now. What I'm working on now is I I'll, also I was doing I was hosting karaoke shows simultaneously um, oh. during you know during the week. So and then I'm, and then I'm going to school full time. So I, so tying all of that together with your day job, oh forty hours a week. It, it was just, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like sleeping your dad, wow. <laughs> sleeping your dad. Right. You know, but so 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 that's what I do. That's what I was doing. So now I I just I just finished um, getting some some music together. I'm working with a friend of mine who's now she's currently living in um, I believe I think she's in Cali in Cali now, but I'm but she's heading back over to Florida. She's a dear friend of mine that I've worked with for a long time. She's a pianist and she's. A great songwriter, and I and I and I really vibe with her, um, and our songwriting styles are, are very similar. And when I say she's an amazing keyboardist, she's an amazing keyboardist. So and that's Patty, um, Patty um, Adams. So I'm gonna work with her on some stuff, and hopefully get this this um, album together. And I'm working with a friend of mine. I think you know him too, Tom Thomas Hine, on some stuff. Um, I got a yes. song, I got two songs with him. Yeah, so we're, I'm working with a bunch of different people to get this compilated album together to be able to start putting it out because the stuff I'm working on is really, really, really sensational. 
and I think it deserves to be heard. I don't care if it makes any money, but it, it just needs to be heard. <laughs> do, do you do you like the songwriting process, and what is it what is it like for you? Um, song yes, I mean, but songwriting for me, it's it's never a sure thing, right? So for me, songwriting, um, I can be inspired one day, and then the next day I'm just like burnt out. Um, or I can be inspired one day and then I'm inspired for three songs. Um, or well, that day I just have that one song in me. Um, it just depends. And, it, and the variation for me is exhausting because I don't know what, what that day I woke, wake up, what, what, what's going to come out or what, what I'm going to be inspired by. Um, and, but when it happens, it's magical. And that's the part I love is getting to that magic. It's, and, you, and, and every songwriter – go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Every song, every songwriter, what? Every songwriter knows what I'm talking about. That magic is just—it's just when the the song basically like tumbles out of you, and the lyrics just tumble out of you, and it's just like, oh, I, this is what I've been trying to say for the longest time. I didn't realize this is what I wanted to say. Or um, sometimes for me, the music can dictate to me what it wants me to say. Um, I, I know that sounds weird, but like it'll it'll give me a vibe. And then I'll ride that kind of wave, that wavelength in a way, um, and I'll be like, okay, this this is a chill vibe. This is it's, it's giving it's giving me um, we're in a lounge and I'm looking over and I start I start designing this whole this whole music video in my head, um, and sometimes that'll that'll initiate the kind of writing process for me. Okay. Or you know, I mean, there's other times where the, the writing comes first, so it all depends. What kind of what what lane of music do you write in? Do you write with a certain style in your head, you know, or is it? That's a good question. I don't, I don't really. I don't know. Like I, I don't really have a style per se. I would say, large part of it is, I write. I write to the music. Um, the music tends to mostly be not the new R&B stuff. I'm not really a fan of it. No shade. I'm just not. But I'm really a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of the old R&B um, and the neo-soul. I love the neo-soul stuff, like the, the India okay. Aries, the music of Soul Child. That's okay. my kind of vibe. You know, I'm okay. I, I'm that kind of I'm, – I'm a 90s kid, so I, I'm really with the SWVs. I grew up around – that was kind of the music I grew up around. Um and so my, my 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 writing sometimes can be a little dated, <laughs> in a sense, um, or my or maybe the melody lines I pick in my head are kind of like a little you know '90s vibe. But but what what's what's dope about music is a lot of it is cyclical, where there's a lot that kind of comes back around. So I feel like the music oh, yeah. landscape right now is starting, the, the music landscape is starting to starting to and thanks to Bruno Mars. A lot of it's kind of coming back around again, where the, a lot of the '90s, you know, instruments and sounds are coming back in style. With you know, with with his leave the door, leave the door open, or leave leave the yeah, leave the door open, or whatever song. Um, that kind of gave you that vibe, that '90s vibe, which I think a lot of people were craving because music was starting to just kind of all sound manufactured the same. Um, and yeah. the the beautiful part about it is everybody should have a have a a fingerprint. They should have a musical fingerprint, and you. I should be able to go. You know what? That's Michael Cagle. I can tell immediately before he even sings. 
by the way that music, that song came on, that's a, that's a Michael Kako song. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's the vibe I I want to I want to kind of I want to awesome. maintain. And, I'm yeah. exci- I, I'm really excited to hear it. Um, because, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean, because I I know that you know I know that as an artist, your your you don't normally sing. Even, you know, obviously doing covers, you, mm-hmm. for the most part, when I've seen you, you, you definitely make the song your own. Um, right. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Michael White-isms. <laughs> there's a lot of, yes. things, there's, you know, and that's cool because it, you know, I always look at. I always look at things like runs and stylization as if it's authentic and it comes from a place where this is just who this person is, I really like it. If someone does runs just to do runs or stylizes just to stylize, I don't necessarily like it because it doesn't, I'm always about authenticity and realness Mm -hmm. for someone Mm-hmm. And like when you're singing, that just is who you are. You know, it's it's yeah. um, it's it, it's kind of cool because you know I've seen you do it with songs I would never have ever expected that that to work, yeah. and it works. Yeah. Like, you know, when you sang "This Is the Moment," which is you know pretty much a straightforward Broadway showstopper kind of, you know, straightforward. And when you sang it, I'm like, wow, I don't know how this is going to go because I know who you are as an artist. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you made the shit work really well. Like, I was (laughs) like, what in the world did he just do? And why do I love it? You're awesome. I, but it's true. I'm just like, what? How does that? But it's because it's it's kind of who you are, and and because yeah. of that, people migrate. At the end of the day, people migrate to passion and authenticity more than anything yeah. else. And it's like that is, I think, something that you bring in spades. Because I'm, I, I, I have three songs coming out this this holiday season that I worked on, and I kind of let some people hear uh, my take on Oh Holy, oh Holy Night, which is something that I've always wanted to sing, like forever, mm-hmm. and to be able to actually go in and we and we did a weird thing. I we did my vocal first before the track was built, because I said I don't oh, wow. want to be I don't want to be handcuffed to a track, I want the track to be built around me so that I'm always right. singing what I want to sing. So I did a rough, you know, I literally did a rough take of this is where I'm going to go with the song and everything. Um, and then the track was built, but the because it's just something that's so important to me and I was so relaxed, um, the biggest, I don't want to say complaints, because they weren't complaints, but people were shocked. They were like, you you stylized it so much at the beginning yeah. and we weren't expecting that. And to me, I never thought of it as being stylized 
because I was so comfortable doing what I wanted to do with the song and what was natural that I was like, I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're talking. I literally said that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that means. And they're like, <laughs> right. because they're like, they're like, well, you know, everybody goes, Oh, holy night. You know? And I'm like, yeah. and so I said, I, I think that's what I did. And they're like, no, go play it. And I, and then it was like, Oh, holy night. And they're like, that yeah. little embellishment. And I'm like, but that's me. You know, that wasn't yeah. me trying to stylize it. That's just, I literally sang that song in that moment. And that's what I get from you. Uh, something that yeah. I really respect and appreciate about you is I don't think of you as a singer or even a, a good vocalist. I think of you as an artist because Thank you. you you have a you do have a thumbprint and a a signature that is really uniquely yours and Thank that you. to me is is really exciting i'm I'm really excited to see where your project goes because of that if you know how do you take take that and put it onto something that's new and in you know, enhance your brand. Right, right. So yeah, I'm excited you, for it too. Do did you are you do you have any desire to do drag anymore? I do. I mean it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work as you know. Um uh I've never done it. No, no, no. I don't mean like you personally know, but like as oh, yeah, in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I know we people know that, it's a lot of work. Yeah. But I yeah, know that it's people a lot, are like Man, it takes me three hours to do my face, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it does. It, you know, thankfully, I've gotten to the point where I can be, I can beat a good mug in like 45 minutes, and it's getting. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be ready in an hour, hour and a half. I can be ready. Um, but, but I think, um, you know, drag is something that. It has to be fun. If it's not fun, then why are we doing it? Um, because okay. drag is self-expression. So drag, drag is supposed to be how you feel and how you, what, 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 you know, what persona you want to give on any given day. Um, and it okay. should be real for you, and it should be fun for you. And if, if it's not being fun, it's not being real, then what are you doing? Um, that's how I look at it. And I come from the old school of drag, so I, I appreciate all kinds of drag. But for me, if I'm going to get up in, a, in a, you know, get up in geesh, I want to make sure that I have a, a fun time with it. I'm not just doing it for a check. I'm not just doing it to just do it. I'm doing it because it empowers me for that moment. It makes me feel stronger than I've ever felt before. Um, and if it's not doing that for me, then it doesn't serve me any purpose. So good. So follow-up question to that. Do you feel like you can – do you feel like you can get away with more? Now your your drag was Bianca or Blanca? Bianca. Bianca. Do you Bianca, feel like yeah, Bianca, Bianca Do you feel like that character allows you to get away with some things attitude wise that you wouldn't necessarily do if you weren't Bianca? 
Well, you know, yes and no. I mean, yes, in a, a little bit in a sense. I, for me, Bianca's not – she's sassy, but she's not that much more sassier than Michael. Um, <laughs> she She's a lot more flirtatious than Michael. Like, Bianca's very flirtatious. Bianca's, you know, a very, you know, social butterfly, very flirtatious, is a, you know, sexaholic, but, you know, without, without the sex. But um, okay. she – She's that kind of girl, and so yes, in a sense, it does allow me to be more um, less in, 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 inhibited in kind of how I approach people. Um, I'm not afraid in, as Bianca to walk up to somebody and be like, "Oh my God, I love your blah 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 blah," you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Um, but is it that is it as a is it a huge departure from myself, Michael, as a social butterfly and? You know, I, I love to party. I love to hang out and, and that kind of stuff. No, not not so much, but it does empower me and does give me. Um, it does allow me to just be more authentic of myself, I guess, in a sense, and okay. just not not care. You know, and just not care. Like, do whatever and just have fun. As long as I'm not hurting anybody, I'm just having fun. Then I, I think there's, there's nothing nothing wrong with it. What about artistically and vocally? Does does Bianca sing songs that are different than what Michael would sing? I think, and this is, the thing, this is something I've been struggling with. That's a good question. I, I don't sing differently. Um, I, I just sing as myself. But the song choices are different. So okay. and I, I don't know where that comes from for me. And, and I, I have yet to explore that. And, that's, and I've had conversations with friends and, and, and castmates about that. Because I always struggle with, well, what am I going to say at the next show? Like, you know, because every show it's like you, you don't want to do the same thing. And it's, it's, just, it's almost like every, a drag queen doesn't want to wear the same outfit, you know, back to back. We, we, we give it a couple months and wear it again. But right. um, for music, it's like, and, then, and, my, friend, and my friends always, always say, well, just sing any song. It doesn't matter. You don't have to just sing girl songs. And for some reason, I'm always drawn to just doing a, a song sung by a female, even though I'm not singing in a female voice. When, no. I'm a, when I'm when I'm Bianca, and so right. I, I don't know why that is. Well, maybe I don't know. It could be that, like I said, Michael White is a very good showman, but Michael White doesn't have a big ego on stage, if that makes any sense. Where maybe I think yeah. Bianca can be Bianca can be be more of a diva, I guess, and it's more. Ex- you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a yeah, dancer. Yeah, she's more big mama, yeah. Yeah, because, um, you know, the, song, the songs that I've seen you've done, uh, can, you, can you give him a thing? Oh, yeah, I was going to have him. Uh, a couple questions have come in for you. Uh, is oh, music gosh. a job or just your passion? And who or what is your biggest musical influence? Um, music is my passion that I want to be, I want it to be something I can make money from to support my family. But when you say something's a job for me, it it becomes, um, like my, you know, like my grandmother used to always say to me, you should find something in life that as long as you do it, it, it's never work. Um, And that's how I would want to look at music. I want to look at music as something that I can do for the rest of my life that will never feel like work to me. Um, and what I'm trying to do is, is I'm trying to transition that into 
I want to do I want to do music for the rest of my life and make money doing it, and then and and it also not feel just like work. And now, as as with anything, you got to work at it to make it work. But I don't want it to become a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. You know, um, because I I would say the only time that I've ever felt like what I was doing wasn't there wasn't aspects of, of of it being a job is when I was either touring or when I was living in Vegas and doing, you know, the showrooms in the afternoons and the evenings, it never felt mm-hmm. like a job. Like never. I woke up, I was yeah. excited. This is what I, and, and it was because it was an extension of who I was. So right. it, I, cause I was going to sing during the day regardless you know, whether it was in my living room or my studio, I was I was going to sing. And if it's right. going to be in front of 800 people, then that's even better. So it, it right. never felt like it never felt like it never felt like even a career, except it sounded successful to say that. You know, well, my career is right. I'm a, you know, I'm a, but but it never felt like I was ever doing a job. Um. And I right. think it's just because it's so much of an extension of, I, honestly, of who we are. Uh, because, you're, the, like I said, you're the type of person I literally see driving down the street and breaking into song. Or if you're at the supermarket. Yeah. Like, if a song pops in your head, you just, no, yeah, and you just do it. You know, you, you just do your <laughs> yeah. thing. Which is what I do, you know, and it drives it, yeah. it drives my husband crazy because it drives my wife we'll crazy. Be, yeah, we'll be like driving down the street and a song will come on the radio and like you know I have some big lungs at times, and yeah, he you know he gets so embarrassed like he'll start rolling up the windows and I'm like what are you doing and he's like oh well you know it's kind of getting cold but it's because he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like. Yeah, I'm like, no, you know, this is who I am, and you know what? Right. It might make somebody, it might make somebody smile because I'm, I'm enjoying the song, and mm-hmm. you know what? Somebody might look over and go, wow, that person is just like so, I, you know, but I, so I, mm-hmm. if I feel like singing, that's one thing you got to get used to hanging around with me because it, it don't matter if something pops on the radio in a mall or. Olive Garden, or <laughs> oh like, yeah, I'm, I'm singing that shit, and I'm having a good time with it. And you just have to get used to it. That's that's who that's kind of who I am. Um, you strike me the same right. way. I, I, I yeah, feel like I you're, yeah. I really, really, honestly believe that. Like, because um, music is so. I think of I think of music synonymously with your name. I really do. Oh, wow. I really do. Wow. Like, there are certain people that, you know, there are certain things that I associate with them. And to me, music is, like, who you are. Like, I mm-hmm. I, 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 I can almost imagine you, you know, breaking into a, a cadenza in the middle of your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't tell you because I'm asleep, but maybe. <laughs> so... so you got so you got new music coming. So you got. Do you have an estimated time of when you're hoping um, to release some of your your new music? 
it, it's going to definitely be after the new year, but I don't have an estimated time because I'm trying to get my friend over here um, across country by next month. So we're going to be working on some stuff then. And I don't know how okay. much will get done depending on that. So there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces and parts. Um, and, and then depending on how fast those things go, that will determine when the album's going to come out. So whew, just pray for me. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> now, we have something in common. We have a lot in common. Like, that's the funny thing about it is we literally have so much in common. One of the common things that we had, and I, I don't know, I, we don't have to get super in-depth in about it, but uh, mm. we both had experience with America's Got Talent. Yes. Was it? Yes, that was amazing. Okay, so the experience was good for you. Yes, for me it was amazing. Um, okay. I, I, I got the call to, to go. Um, I went through months, a couple of months of back and forth and getting my stuff together for them. And um, they flew me out and I performed on stage for Simon and Heidi and Sofia Vergara and Howie Mandel. And, um, and it was scary because the first, the, the, when I initially went out, I had this, the, the white suit on that I had in Tokyo and in the middle of the song, Simon stops the music. And I'm like, oh, my God. In my head, I'm screaming. I'm like, oh, God, no. Oh, God, not me. Please, don't embarrass me. Just tell me no and let me walk off the stage. Um, but he stopped the music and said to me, do you know any other music? He goes, you know what? Matter of fact, I think we want to put you – I want to put you with a different song. He goes, I'm really interested to hear you, but I want you to get rid of that suit. And I said, okay. He goes, let's just come back in some jeans and a, and a shirt. And I said, Okay. So they whisk me downstairs to the producers down below, and then they're, they're, they're throwing this sheet of paper in front of me with like a this list, long list of songs. Like, what do you know? What do you know? Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting ready to pick a song, and then one of the PAs comes down, and he's like, Simon wants Michael to sing um, uh, Whitney Houston. Uh, what is it? Not, not Run to You, but the other one. Not Run what to You. Uh, what's, what's the other one? Oh, I have nothing? From Bodyguards. I have nothing. I have nothing. So I said, are you serious? Oh, my God. Right? So now I'm terrified because I'm like, okay, I know the song, but really? That? Okay. So immediately the the, the, the band gets together and they're like, okay, let's let's grab you up. Let's go. So they're, they're working through the music with me. They're trying to work We're finding the keys, yada, yada, yada. Boom, we find it. I have to wait another nine hours, I think, or ten hours it was, until the last to go on last because you know they had to keep going with the show they had to keep airing this they had to keep taping the show so i'm practicing and i'm practicing and i'm practicing with my headphones on and my little phone and i go up on stage in my jeans and he's like ah much better much better and i'm like okay thanks so then boom he goes i want he goes i want you all to understand because you're a new crowd that just came in um, he's, he he has he's, he only only had a few hours to practice this song blah 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 blah, and, and and off we go. So then the song goes. I get into it. The crowd stands up mid song. I almost start crying, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And then I finish the song, and then all four judges stand up, and I'm literally almost to tears. And I'm like, nope, you ain't gonna catch me crying. 
Um, and I, I finish the song. They, they sit down and they're like, wow, that was amazing, blah, 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 blah. And Simon goes, I'm going to remember you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a, that was incredible. That was an incredible experience. I will, I will always cherish that moment for the rest of my life. That's awesome. I, I, I got to tell you, that's awesome. My experience was not as good. Oh, no. Oh, no. I went through everything. Um, I went through everything. I went through literally five rounds of auditions. They sent me my music release, um, my music release forms, uh, the order I wanted to do the songs. Uh, they confirmed my flight, uh, sent me my tickets, uh, and... Literally on the day I was to fly out to film, they called me and asked if I would wait another year because they had had three years of male singers that won in a row. And they didn't want to make, they wanted to focus on uh, what they considered variety acts. And so they said, Um. they said, we don't control anything after you get in front of the judges. So we want to know if you would wait a year and just, and we'll bring you back. And of course I, my, my immediate response was, well, I don't really care if I advance on the show or not. I would just love the opportunity to perform in front of the judges and whatever happens, happens. Um, and I said, whether I go on, whether I make it or not. And they literally said to me, we have to be honest with you. We know that if you went in front of them, you would advance. You would advance. Yep. They said, there's not, there's no doubt in my mind that if you went in front of them, you would advance. And we just, we don't want to have. Oh, a, no. No. This, this is a one honest truth. So I was there with. Uh, plane tickets and reservations, and they waited till the day of to let me know. Wow. So that was, oh, wow. you know, it, so it, they sent me an email the next year, and, and I just said, I can't, I don't trust you. I don't want to put myself right. through, through that again because it, I, you know, like I said, I, I don't, I, it's not that I think I'm a great singer. I, I, I feel like I, I know what I'm doing on stage because I got a lot of theater experience and I've, and I've been blessed to have been able to perform in front of, uh, you know, a lot of people and do that. But I don't think I'm a Mm -hmm. phenomenal singer and to have to be crushed again. I don't think I could have taken it. Because I was right. I was devastated for like months. Like I was. Oh no. It, it, oh yeah, it wiped me out. Well, because I just I was so close, you know, to yeah. something that I had wanted to do so bad, and I had beat. I literally had felt like I beat the odds, and then to be told I couldn't do it because they knew that I would advance, and they didn't want that to happen this year. What I was just like um, I, I couldn't grasp that, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. um, it's, it's tough. Crazy. Show yeah. business is re- 
ridiculous. You know, yeah. The only thing I can say is, you know, and, and you know it as well as anybody. Yeah. It's all about perseverance and resilience. You know. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sometimes, you know, not everything you do is going to be loved, and you have to accept that. And not everybody is going to like what you do, and mm-hmm. that's okay as well. As long as you're doing what is honest to you and you're continuing to try to get better, you know, and uh, I I, I just, I see that with you because, you know, uh, we, like I said, we met, yeah, I won't get involved in a lot and into a lot of it, but, you know, we met through a, a vocal competition that you kicked butt at. Uh, You really did. Um, (laughs) You, I mean, you. you literally came in, and within two years, you you did everything. Uh, and there are people that <laughs> are you. fighting ten years later, you know. And I just because yeah. contests are a tough situation, you have to have they a are. really you have to have a really thick skin and understand that not not everything is based on talent. You know, it's based right. on taste and the moment and the audience reaction. And if, you know, the judges, you know, are in a good mood, you know, there's so much that goes into that. And um, Mm -hmm. you just kept this really, I I watched you, especially the year that you won, that you just stayed focused on the music. Like, yeah. that was I, I have to I have to give her credit. To, I, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just got to give no, credit where credit is due. Um, Miriam Kim was the sole person for me that took my ADD self and was like, "Look, you know, you got the chops, but what you don't have is the focus, and you don't have the polish. Let me just polish this up for you and 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 go." And so we sat and we worked week after week after week after week after week for months and months and months leading up to the contest, and then when the competition time came, that's why, for me, it was easy to focus because she had ingrained in me this, this, this momentum of this is first, this is next, this is next, move on to the next right. thing, this is what you're going to do, you know, and, and you're, be comfortable in where you're going to move. Know what's going to happen next. Don't try to wing it because, you know, my whole life, and you know this, as singers sometimes we just get up on stage and just do whatever comes natural. But as a performer, you have to rehearse those things. Um, anything that happens additionally to that is, 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 you know, is icing on the cake, but you have to have that foundational stuff. And so for me, I didn't have the foundational stuff before I met her. And what happened was she was able to give me all of the, the nuts and bolts I needed to really push forward. So I, I, I just take my hat off to her. That, that really, I love her to death, and that, for that I will forever be grateful. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, really good to see, um, because I that was one thing that I did feel was so, you know, was so awesome about you as a performer was not only were, you know, your runs and 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 embellishments natural feeling. Uh, a lot of your moves felt real as well. Like they didn't look like yeah. they didn't look like choreography. You know, they looked right. like they looked like 
this is this is done with a purpose or this is felt in the moment and i i really really respected that because um i i'm kind of weird that way is mm-hmm. i have a concept in my head of what i want to accomplish i because of my theater background i always approach a song as a monologue no matter what song it yeah. is it can be last dance or it can be bring him home you know it doesn't matter to me right. i always treat i always treat a song like a monologue and so therefore i'm like what is the purpose of singing the song if i was on stage as a character why am i singing last dance i and so i don't try to do things that are just quote fun because then i have a hard time figuring out i would have to do a song saying this person is doing the song that's fun because he wants the audience to clap. And so the purpose is to engage the audience. And that's right. kind of how I, like I did my, do my approach on singing is um, because it would be hard. I, I would be terrified to learn too much choreography in my singing. It's kind of like why right. I play piano. I play piano, but I don't when I perform. Um, I did in church. I mean, because I, I, when I led worship and stuff, I banged the crap out of those pianos. But um, I don't when I perform because I'm so enwrapped uh, or captured by what I'm trying to do vocally with the song. I, mm-hmm. I would never be able to go, oh, God, I'm supposed to walk. I'm supposed to walk over here. I'm, I just I'm one of those right. that actually is instinctual. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it just it was um but you are I mean, you are definitely someone um that I really encourage everyone to to check out uh because uh your music is great, your performances are great, but you're always you know you're real. I mean, you always try to stay positive. That's one thing about you that I that I really appreciate is you don't you know, you don't get mixed up in a lot of the the mire and the shit and that floats around and, and a lot of people get drawn into the drama, which I think really impacts their their artistry eventually. But um yeah. you're always so you're always so positive and always so uplifting, but you're real as well. Like you're not afraid to call shit out and say, No, I'm gonna I'm going to end it right here by, you know, and I will, you know, I really appreciate that because you need to, especially in the business that we're going into. Yes. You have to have a thick thick skin and yes, you have to be workable. And it's, it's not about, you know, seeing how many bridges you can burn, but there's nothing wrong with being honest and upfront and real and, establishing your boundaries you know this is right. this is what's not this is not what's acceptable you know i i right. may be i may be performing i'm you may see me like this you may see me like but this is the areas that are not that that are my boundaries and i won't cross them for you don't cross them for me right and i i really like that about you 
You know, because I think everybody that gets to know you and gets in your sphere of, you know, circle of influence knows that about you is that, you know, you Uh do keep things real and, but you're still, you still find a way at the end of the day, which I can't do, but you still find at the end of the day to make it uplifting, you know, and sometimes I'm, I'm more like Godzilla and, if you get me to a certain point, <laughs> then it's just wrecking. Burn it all down. <laughs> Burn it all down. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I went through a really dark part of life um, many many years ago, and I told myself if I ever come out of that, I will never do. I will never allow myself to get down there again. And recently, you know, a, a, a few months back, I kind of was starting to let myself go there and again, and I was like, nope. And I had to, I literally had to stop and just step back from everyone and everything, even my wife, and just kind of step back and go, wait a minute, I just need, I need a moment to recenter and re- get myself back together because I was starting to get too wrapped up in the he said she said and the ba 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 ba's and the, I was no 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 that's not that's not me that's not what I'm I'm about anymore, um, and you know you hear all the horror stories about how amazing talents and amazing singers who allow themselves to get caught up in the mon- the mundaneness of of yep. people people's opinions, people's thoughts, people's feelings about other things that have nothing to do with you or your talent. Um and I didn't want to be one of those. And I I, I felt bad about that and I I was like, "You know what? Maybe I just need to take a step back from everything that I'm doing because what's happening is I'm beginning to allow those things to distract me from the goal, and this is not the goal. The he said, she said stuff is not the goal. So whatever I thought I wanted, that wasn't the goal, you know. So it, it's helped me a lot. And so thank you for, for at least seeing that. Um, I'm trying trying to stay positive because a, a lot of that, don't think that's because I'm positive, things ain't happened to me. It's just things, I don't look like what I've been through, as they say. Well, and I want to touch base really quick because you made a quick mention. Your wife is amazing. Uh, oh, thank a, you. She is a sweetheart. She's one million percent behind uh, your success, and you, she's just such a, a support. Like when you're when you're gigging and you're doing whatever shows uh, that you do, she's either at them or she's promoting them or and you can just tell that there's so much uh, strength and 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 support coming from her, uh, and that's got to be yeah. a, you know this is not, the road to success in show business is never a one person job. It's it's multiple no. people. It's it's you, but then it's your support staff. It's your it's your spouse. It's your, you know, your family. Uh, it's your adopted family that are the ones that actually are so instrumental in helping you achieve your goals because this kind of business will spit you out. It, 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 yes. it, there, there are more rejections and we're sorry, not right now, than there are congratulations and we welcome you. And without Absolutely. having 
without having that core support of friends and family and spouse. And I have to, I, I, every time I've met your wife, I've absolutely loved, I loved her because not only was she just sweet and kind, but you could just see the amount of belief and support she has in you, uh, in her eyes. I don't know why she loved loved me, but she loved me. She loved me. Yes. All right. So I want you. I'm going to put your ass on the spot. Um, oh God. I know we don't have a lot of music or anything, but that's okay because you're an artist, and I would love for you to do something a cappella for me. Oh my God. Mike, I'm uh, going to stab you in your neck. You know what? God. What do you like? I'm going to stab you in your neck later. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. Oh, my God. Okay, what do you want? What, what, like, what do you want to hear? Anything. Look, look. Anything you feel like. What, whatever whatever, um, whatever you're feeling at this moment, just just, just give us a, a great taste of this voice. Ladies and gentlemen, this voice is amazing. So, well, you, there. I've already <laughs> said yes. Oh, my God. You better, you better not fail. <laughs> All right. No pressure. Um... <laughs> God. All right. Well, how about something inspirational? Let me see. Let's do it. Um. Shattered, but I'm not broken. Wounded, but time will heal. Heavy the load, the cross. I bear lonely the road I trod, I dare, yet still I rise, never to give up, never to give in against all odds, yet still I Rise high above the cloud. At times I feel low. Yet still I rise above all my problems. Above all my eyes can see. No, when God is able to strengthen me. To strengthen me, yet still I rise. Never to give up, oh, never to give in against all odds. Yet still I rise. At times I feel low, yet still I, I need to know which way to go, yet still I, 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 at times I feel low, yet still I, I rise. <laughs> My God, 
You need to bottle those notes up and sell them. So people can drink them up. Or, or, put it into a bubble, or put it into a bubble bath so people can just relax. You better go ahead now. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Those runs. That, oh, you, you got it. And I thank you for being such a good trooper putting you on the spot like that. But, man, if anybody can pull off an acapella that slick and that clean, it, it's going to be you. Wow. That was really nice. Thank you so much for spending this incredible, spending this incredible time with me. Um, I really have my, appreciated my it. And uh, I do wish you and your family the best, especially just getting back on your feet, hoping your community gets better and, uh, you know, and recovering from the hurricane. But uh, definitely hoping that the holidays and everything are good for you. I'm going to be hitting you back up. You're always a great, great guest. Uh, there's so much we Thank can talk you. about. And uh, I will uh, look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Thank you so much for, for being my guest, my friend. It was my honor, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, say hi to the wife and the son for me. <laughs> I will. I will. All right, sir. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, that is it. That was your incredible guest, Michael White. Thank you so much. You are incredible uh, vocally as a person, as a guest. You're just one of those wonderful, uh, rare, incredible human beings. Thank you so much for World Movement Enterprises. I am Indy, Lamont Patterson, Olivia, Stan, everybody at World Movement. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. We are uh, going to be gone uh, in just a couple seconds. We'll be back next week, and uh, hope you guys uh, pass the word on about how fun the show is. Bye-bye, everybody.